Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Oh, oh, Brian. Oh, boy. You look a little cheesed. Oh, I'm... A little peeved. I'm, I'm peeved off right now because... Them, them damn libocrats. Oh boy, yeah. Those demo rats, as I like to call them. <laughs> oh, uh, they're coming for our guns. Well, it's official. Not all of your it's guns. Brian, just some of them. Don't try and spin this in your PC spin uh, cycle. Oh, is this, the, is this like the Bill pod. O'Reilly no spin zone? Yeah, exactly. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Um, right. yeah, that's. Wait, oh, I was thinking Bill Maher, but shut up, Brian. <laughs> See, this is what you what you demo rats do. You confuse, you say all these fancy words until I'm all confused and I don't even know who I am anymore. Mm, yeah, uh, right. But no, the you're damn right they're coming for our guns, and who's the face of it? Oh, this little punk hacker... Beto O'Rourke, mm, yep. or as I like to call him, Beta O'Dork, you know, because he's a beta, not an alpha like me, mm, you know, and right. and yeah. then you see this picture of him, and he's just piss covered, he's an embarrassment, oh, he's just I know. got some shame no. urine all over him. I, I so, I, just, I want to tell you something, <sighs> I, I, I saw so this today, fumed, I saw this today, oh yeah, it's you not, saw this? It's not Beto O'Rourke in that picture. It's actually Sandy Alex G. The wonderful uh, musician who has my favorite album of the year yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy and his music. Yeah, that's so there's a picture and like conservative wait, wait. sites are saying that So it's, like he b- peed Beto's pants no, for him. No, no, no. And, so oh. Beto is not in the picture at all. Oh. So conservative sites have taken this picture for some reason of Sandy Alex G after he spilled beer on his pants and they're saying it's Beto O'Rourke who peed his pants. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so that's not him, huh? No. You know, I'm looking at it now and uh, that does look like Sandy Alex G. Yeah, it is him. Hmm. Well, it's one of the weirder lies that Yeah. that people have told well i'm wondering it's kind of a shitty picture someone probably just was like that looks like beto o'rourke that's gotta be him does and it look shit. like beto o'rourke i guess <laughs> maybe if uh, if you uh maybe don't really know that well what he looks like right but i mean they are both white men if you squint your eyes and um believe in hate then you might be able to make it work. You know, hate does... It's like it's kind of like beer. You know, like you hear beer goggles or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I, I feel like that. there's probably hate goggles. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I got them on because Beto's going to come chop my arms off. And, like, I, I'm not ready for that to happen. Where, where did this come from? He's coming to take my guns. Oh, no, 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 no. He's not going to take your arms. I know you... T- refer to your oh these are the only guns i know about well then you're fine because those are not ar-15s oh yeah i don't own any of those no the, no those are like military grade weapons oh right yeah they should they should come get those yeah exactly they're not coming for second and amendment no my, no, my two muscly they are man not arms? they're okay. not at all and um no offense but like they're not dangerous at all no one's in danger <laughs> from your 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 silly little guns oh i'm um, gonna make you eat those words by the end of the episode <laughs> oh boy these things are very dangerous they're uh <laughs> on the homeland security's most dangerous 
arms list oh i haven't seen that one <laughs> yeah congratulations you made it yeah you've always wanted to make that list and you finally I, I are you did. at the top i let's hope so last i checked i was number like three or four but okay, i'm getting, up, getting there. up there that's yeah, pretty good all right well i'm a little less peeved now do you I feel think better i you got do. it out I think, of your um, system now that i know that every part of what i was upset about is untrue or incorrect i think i'm uh, yep. doing okay now good and i don't i don't want your hate goggles to like be too full where you can't you enjoy the, the music too much they're gone perfect because we got some good music to listen to for sure yeah so this is of course best song ever and uh we don't wear hate goggles here we mm-hmm. uh we listen to good music, and we're going to each play three songs for you and for each other. And if Brian plays one that uh, I really love, I'm going to give it my stamp of approval, which is Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. And if I play one he really loves, he's going to give his, which is Papa Likey. So, Brian, you're going to start us off today, right? I am. And, you know, I was thinking about it today, and we haven't talked about one of my favorite subjects in a while, which is how I love edging. Remember, there was a good span of episodes where we talked about my love for edging. I kind of remember this, that you uh, talked about edging before, and it's not where you just listen to the edge from U2's guitar parts, his fantastic no. guitar parts. Although, that's interesting. I'll, let me write that. That's, I'll take that into consideration. Yeah, you should try that. Um, but no, like last episode that we did, I edged and I held on to... Uh, the Danny Brown song until the very end. It was the last uh, song we listened to. I was so excited to listen to it, but I'm going to put this at at the end. But sometimes you just need to not do that. <laughs> yes, you're trying to delicately say sometimes you need to bust that nut. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the song I'm so excited for right now. Um, this is the new song from Dive. Uh, the uh, incredible rock band. Okay. You know this band. I do. Now. You like this band a lot. Yeah, I liked their last album a lot. It was it was really good. Um, they are a band that they haven't made anything since uh, 2016. So I'm gonna take it back a little bit. They came on the scene in in 2012 with Ocean, which is incredible. It was kind of like akin to Wild Nothing ish in mm. in that realm, but. Uh, I don't know, it re- also reminded me a little bit of, like, New Order-y guitars and such. Uh, really, yeah. really great guitar work. And then they had another album in 2016, which is uh, is the Is R. Yeah, that's the one I liked. And that was also good. With Sky um, Ferreira's on a song. And so the singer and Sky Ferreira were in a relationship, ah. and um, actually both kind of into heavy drugs around this time. Mm. In 2017, the singer Zachary Cole Smith uh, went into rehab and was in there for several months Mm. and um, has since talked about how Is The Is R was kind of a, um, in the height of his addiction writing, and he thinks it kind of treated uh, addiction a little too brightly and like it didn't, he kind of doesn't look back at that time Hmm. in his life as the best, obviously. So it's been three years since they've released music, and you can tell something is different this time around. The first single they came out with, called Skin Game, was about addiction and being around addicts and having that relationship. 
it sounds new and reinvigorated their sound it takes their their sound and it, it puts a little twist on it um this is i feel like the crispest production that they've had they've a kind crisp of twist it's it's a crypt it's a crypt twist <laughs> it's um, a crypt twist and um it's uh also the like loudest and um most aggressive that they've been as well uh, and I just, I love this new song, which just came out so much. The other ones I've liked and have listened to, and they're, they're kind of growers. This is an immediate, like... Shower. Incredible shower. So, let's let it show us a thing or two. This is Dive with Blankenship.
I'll give that a lordy lordy berry gordy. It rocked pretty hard. Um, it was a little uh-huh. scary. And there was a line about like the children, and we listened to these songs in the dark. And I just recently mm. saw it, chapter two, and I was a little afraid that you the lights were gonna come on and you were gonna be Pennywise and you're gonna be like beep beep Lukey or kiss me fat boy. <laughs> Which do you remember that from the nineties one? Yeah, yeah. They uh, do reference kiss <laughs> me fat boy in the new one. Kiss me um, fat boy, but. No, that uh, it's just some line about the children and their sons and daughters. I couldn't hear the lyrics that well, mm-hmm. but you know they're sort of uh, like airy, right? Um, sort of uh, effect on them, and uh, but yeah, it gave me a sort of creepy feeling. Um, and I could still see some like new ordery guitars as well as like not so much the wild nothing thing, but then right. uh, yeah. but then yeah, they definitely rocked pretty hard there with that, and I liked the little like slide that would happen, mm-hmm. uh, both in that hard rocking part with the high thing and just throughout. And yeah, really interesting instrumentation throughout. I liked it a lot. The drumming was uh, some interesting like beats during the yes. one verses. Where I was like, what is even going on? And then obviously that. <laughs> And uh, some cool bass lines, great guitar parts. Yeah, all around. Uh, it was really cool. Like, I know I like this band, but I don't remember them that much because I listen to too much shit, you know, and then it all just blends together sometimes. So it's right. been a few years. And you should I'm, go back and, and revisit. I, I, I should, yeah. yeah. I was listening to both Ocean and Is The Is Are today, and they hold up really well. Um, I forgot how much I like this band and how much uh, I love their guitar work, and I think that that carries over here. The guitar in this song is awesome. Yeah. And uh, I haven't this year, for for a while now, I think I haven't really been that excited about rock music in general. Like there have been some things that I like, but I I don't remember the last time I really played like a a rock song on well, the podcast. Not, you're not a rock jock, you know. that's true but i do like i do like rock music and this is this is the first like rock song i've heard in a a little while that has really excited me um and i'm uh went back and listened to the the other two singles that they have out for this upcoming album and they're both really good very excited for this um and it could be a late uh addition to the um you know the the album of the year lists Mm -hmm. going on here if it's uh as good as it should be well i'm glad you were able to get excited and not edge for once (laughs) yeah thank you so that was dive with blankenship from deceiver which is out october 4th on captured tracks kiss me fat boy (laughs) oh no it's him (laughs) he's here it's here Oh, my first song comes from an album that I've really been enjoying lately, and it was one that grew on me. Uh, this song that I'm going to play was sent my way, and I slept on it. I neglected it. Mm. I um, left it out in the cold, mm. and uh, then I, when the album came out, I said, Hey, what are you doing out there? Come on inside. Have, have a seat by the fire. And uh, warmed up to it. And uh, now I really love this album, and the album I'm speaking of is Gas Station Roses by the band Sis. Mm. I, I know what you're thinking. What, is this band about my gender? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's spelled differently, though, right? I don't think so. It's S-I-S. 
Oh yeah, cis is C I S. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well. That was a good joke, though. I like. It I still that. works. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the sophomore album of this band, and I was reading the like formation story of the band. It was really cool because uh, the mastermind behind Sis is singer and multi instrumentalist Jenny Gillespie Mason, who is the founder of Native Cat Recordings, mm. which this album is out on that label, and um. In 2017, she wasn't planning to start a band. She had a toddler and a baby and was thinking that she might not have time to keep making music. And she was going to record some music for a project in Tiny Telephone, the studio in San Francisco. And the engineers assigned to her were husband and wife duo Carly Bond and Rob Shelton, who are in the band Myrna. And... uh. She had fun recording with them, and then they became a band and released uh, Sis's first album, Euphorbia. And uh, then this album, the second album, Gas Station Roses, was supposed to be a quieter acoustic album, but then uh, they got in the studio and just like hung out and played songs for each other from like different like 80s bands, this dream pop band, Blue Gas, uh, feminist funk artist Nene Cherry, and then a bunch of 80s artists like Toto, Talking Heads, Peter Gabriel. And they channeled those influences into this new album. And the result is very cool and interesting. These songs are often like four to five minutes long. Uh, very dense, a lot going on. But also like uh, her voice is very like sort of understated and soft. You'll hear on this one. But then they have these interesting, like, funky compositions, sometimes get into a little more of a rock sound, and uh, then sometimes they're more like 80s synthy. And uh, I would describe it as, like, the funky innovation of, like, tune yards and a Bibio sound machine mixed mm. with, like, the jazzy atmosphericness of, like, the recent Lamb Chop albums. Okay. That's, All like, right. the feelings I get. And it's very interesting. So it's a really unique blend of sounds and uh from song to song you know it changes what styles are going to be implemented so let's uh get into this this is the opening track night from scratch and this is one of the more 80s synthy ones so yeah yeah that's what i like yeah so let's just call it a night and take a listen to sis with night from scratch
Papa Lake events. Yes. Um, it was soothing. It, it, it just it was so right? nice and felt like uh, I was transported somewhere else. I I I know we have the lights off, but I also had my eyes closed and my head was mm-hmm. just kind of swaying back and forth. It was really nice. Um, it is like an 80s synthy ballad, but but different. Um, yeah. And the uh like the synths just created this wall of sound which was really cool throughout right um and there yeah it was just really pretty and uh yeah i liked it a lot i thought i had checked this album out but i don't know if i did so i i should probably go well, back and check this and that's the thing and i feel like maybe i neglected this one because i was looking for something a little more immediately mm. catchy or something which there are other songs you know and but listening back this one is pretty catchy but um, because it just creates that atmosphere, mm-hmm. sometimes I turn stuff off like that quicker. And now I'm like, I need to uh, revisit because then I would, I'm hooked on this atmosphere. I keep going back to this album because I'm just like, oh yeah, every song just creates such an interesting mood. And the album covers like, it looks like gas station signs, but they're roses. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a lyric. And it's like a pink these like pink mountains and like sunset and i just feel like i'm in that place every time mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. some weird vaporwave dream um mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's really cool and like the song after this is like a little higher energy sort of guitar driven song mm-hmm. and uh they they go all over the place uh it's a really interesting album and gotta love that flute um <laughs> yes which uh is carly coming in there with the flute and then the synths kicking in i love how they just the whole the song builds a little bit but it's still just that really like soft and like jenny's Mm -hmm. voice Mm -hmm. just like really soft and then just that flute comes in and then those synths right at the end and then it's just over Mm -hmm. i love that so much just like talk about edging just holding back till the very end there yeah yeah so that was sis with night from scratch from gas station roses out now on native cat recordings and i really haven't seen that much uh written about this album and so i i fear it may be under the radar so people should go check it out right now because oh, no. it's really worth listening to we need to get this above the radar above the radar i don't know we're what... on the same level as the radar you just want it on the radar on the radar yeah That's like right. sitting on top of the radar machine and by the way, mm-hmm. the um, radar machine. So second time, <laughs> the radar machine. Yeah, is that how it's called? I don't know. <laughs> this is the second time we turned the lights off and turned it back on. And uh-huh. Brian did not turn into Pennywise either time. I'm not fully convinced yet because this is what he does. He gets in your head. And so I'm still a little worried that one time you're going to morph. Um, but... For now, we're going we're going strong. We're doing all right. I'm still myself. Or am I? Oh shit. So I'm gonna move on to a wonderful English duo of field music. Um these are two awesome guys. I think they're brothers, the Brewis brothers. The Brewis Bros. Uh, and uh I really love this uh this group a lot. My uh my friend my good friend Aaron Quillen, who uh, is the drummer of our theme song, yep. uh, the drummer of our theme song, that's and his, and of our hearts—that's his claim to fame—and of our hearts, uh, he loves this and loves field music and got me into him. And every time I see a field music song, I gobble it up and I listen to it and I love it. And this is no exception. It's a really interesting, strange um, 
topic, and we'll get into that in a minute. But the whole album that this comes from is a 19-track song cycle about the after-effects of the First World War. Mm. Uh, But the songs are about air traffic control, gender reassignment surgery, Tiananmen Square, ultrasounds. All my favorite things. (laughs) All of them. The Beacon Tree housing estate, which I don't know what that is. And, of course, sanitary towels. Oh, which I thought you were gonna say something about Santa, and I got excited. <laughs> Sorry, no, <laughs> sanitary. San- no, they're sanitary towels. So, so, uh, of course, we're gonna listen to the song about sanitary towels. Oh, nice. Um, so in the process of researching about World uh, World War One, they found themselves looking at the history of of sanitary pads because they were actually invented um, during the war. From, surg- from surgical dressings, and then mm. women would start wearing them, and then it got turned into what are, you know, now like maxi pads right. or, or what have you. But um, as he was researching about them, he was saying that the, this is a quote from uh, from Field Music, the advertising has, hasn't changed much in a hundred years. It's still, hey ladies, Let's not mention too loudly, but here is the perfect product to keep you feeling normal while the disgusting thing happens. It's kind of a madness that a monthly f- occurrence for billions of women, something absolutely necessary for the survival of humanity, is seen as a shameful or dirty uh, thing. And mm-hmm. um, so that's the basis of this song. And um, it's it's interesting. And we'll talk a little bit more there's another part to his quote, but I want to read it afterwards, um, after we hear it. So let's take a listen to field music with Only in a Man's World.
shoot, gotta give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. That was funky as hell, but with a message as well. As funky as hell, but with a message as well. Um, and you know that's uh that's expert songcraft when you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's boy is he right that it would be different if the men bled. I think mm-hmm. if if that happened, periods wouldn't exist anymore because Probably not. men would have put all our money and Into resources figuring towards out. figuring right. out a way to. I mean, and I believe there are uh, certain things you can take now where you get your period like once a year, yes, or so. So I'm like that. They would have just that would have been to the max if men. Oh. You know, we saw that with the male birth control right. trials where <laughs> men dropped out of them immediately or whatever yeah and um yeah so it's a it's a really good point they're making and something i wouldn't have thought of i didn't really know realize the advertising is like that but i mean mm-hmm. that's like i feel like a joke in culture and just like the stereotype of like any time a woman brings up anything about menstruation men are like oh no gross gross run away from it right you know yeah and um when it's like uh, our bodies are just as gross, if not worse. You know, <laughs> probably a lot worse. Um, but yeah, uh, to to your point about um, and the point of this song in a man's world, this yes. or you know, it, it would if the boys' blood too, it would be completely different. I've been really interested in this gene editing technique that's happening right now called CRISPR, and it's like revolutionary technology. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. That crisp twist, right? no crispr yeah no that's the thing with like eugenics where people are saying like oh you could take autism out of your kid but then right. where how far do you go yeah that's the whole like yeah. debate right so one of the so like they have a treatment like the first crispr treatment for uh like a, a spinal disease in kids could they give it but, a less funny name though, CRISPR? Right, I know. I it know sounds why. like it's in the refrigerator or something. I know. I know, but um, it just sounds like a soda to me. CRISPR. <laughs> it does. It would. I would drink CRISPR. Um, but one of the very well, like one of the next things they're tackling is men infertility. So mm. it's uh, it, it it's just interesting that that is men infertility. Men's infertility. Yeah. Mm. So. Um, yeah, like they are in a, in a man's world, they're kind of um, looking at things that affect men the most. That's what gets um, funding and attention. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, that changes some. But um, what what I really also liked about this song was at the end when he just kept saying, "I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say." Uh, and he he says about that, "I kept asking myself, is it okay for me to write this?" But I think confronting my own embarrassment is a pretty fundamental part of what the song is about. And I really like that kind of vulnerability of like, hey, this is this is fucked up. I don't have much to say about it. I don't know what else to say, but I just, right. you know, like I, I appreciate that emotion and um, how he is open about like not having some grand statements. Um, it's pretty simple, just a few lines repeated over again. An observation. Uh, observation. And, uh, yeah, it's really funky and, and wonderful. And it sounds, uh, it reminds me of the Talking Heads quite a bit. So Yeah, which I was going to say it's a good follow-up to Sis because they were inspired by some of the funky mm. 80s music that I think like they channel, too. So that was Field Music with Only in a Man's World from Making a New World, which is out 
January 10th, 2020. It's our first song from an album coming out in 2020. Oh, thank God. See, I mean, obviously the 2020 election hasn't happened yet since it's still 2019. Right. right. I don't know if you knew that, but... I did, yeah. I, got, <laughs> I was aware. Uh-huh. I, You know, I get this information ahead of time, so... Mm. Um, I just have a better feeling about the year 2020. Oh, no, I hope I don't jinx it by saying yeah, this. Yeah, man. What but I'm doing? just like, 2016? Uh, that, mm-hmm. And I did live through it, so maybe I'm biased now, but I just feel like 2020 got those nice round O's. <laughs> Yep. Those curvy twos. It's just nice and even and Mm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just like repeating, you know, 2020. I just, I got a good feeling about that year. I hope so. I hope you're right. I hope we we get into it. It's going to be good. It will be. So, yeah, that's out January 10th, 2020 on Memphis Industries. All right. Well, my next song comes from the lead singer uh, from a beloved indie band. This is. Kazu, it's the musical project of Kazu Makino, uh, formerly of the band Blonde Redhead. Mm. You familiar with Blonde Redhead? I've listened to some Blonde Redhead, and mm. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. they're cool. I was just re-listening to, the first time I heard them was Elephant Woman. Their song was mm. in the movie Hard Candy mm. with Ellen Page. Interesting. And uh, I was just re-listening to that song. That's so good. And also their uh one of their other songs was on rick and morty a couple times and i was like how do i know this song i looked it up it's from rick and morty oh weird but um yeah they've been around uh since the 90s actually they were around longer than i thought and great band uh but kazu actually just released her debut solo album adult baby it just came out this past friday and when i hear the title i'm like i relate to that Cause I feel like an adult baby, mm-hmm. like I'm just pretending to be an adult, and really I'm just a little kid. Yeah. And um, is that what your interpretation was when you heard that? Adult baby. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I thought. But Kazu said this about the title: the title came to me when an old friend told me about the existence of a so-called adult baby club, frequented by powerful men who go there to be treated like small children. This discovery struck me, perhaps because I am convinced that in a way we are all adult babies, that many people feel that way inside, like I just said, and they identify with this expression, each in his own way, adult baby is a title that can be taken in many ways. Some will think it curious, others erotic, others still strange and tender. It all depends on how you see it. So it's all about checking your perspective. Perspective. Mm. Um, and yeah, my interpretation was what I said, but yeah, there are, uh, different interpretations that you could take. Uh, we're going to listen to the song Mio. Like others on the album, the song starts very sort of bare and atmospheric before building into an epic climax. And, uh, it features synths and piano from Ryuchi Sakamoto, uh, percussion from Deerhoof's Greg Saunier. Mm. and flute from robbie lee and that epic build i talked about is uh brought about with the help of the art orchestra of budapest so let's join the adult baby club and listen to kazu with mio
very haunting right a little uh, a little spooky as well yeah um but pretty but pretty and um i 
was worried that my boy Greg Sonier on the on the drums there wasn't going to come in during this song, but you were worried that they credit him, but he just no. Didn't like I do thought anything. maybe I thought maybe I misheard you, and you said like he plays on the album, but oh, maybe right. not on this song or something. But then, man, the drums come in and they're really really cool yeah. and weird, and I like I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, it, it was it was very strange, uh, strange world that uh, she built here. Um, right. I don't I don't really know. Uh, what it's talking about much but well i'll get into that a little bit thank um, you <laughs> you're welcome by the way there will be an accompanying film uh that they're working on mm. that has not come out yet but um apparently these all the songs are supposed to, supposed to be like chapters and an overarching narrative but just reading the lyrics of this one uh like she says the lines why surrender to all these insults and why take the blame? It seems like someone who's like struggling with with their self worth or being in distress. And it seems like the this person has like some toxic influences in their life. She says you're surrounded by takers, um, and uh, like taking the blame. I think of that as like because like I've done this in my life where it's like someone treats you shitty and you're like oh this is a reflection on me mm-hmm. because i'm whatever insecurities i have that's why and that's like no it probably had more to do with that person than it did with you and um saying like look around you're surrounded by takers and uh the chorus is like don't say you're fine don't say it's different made me think of like an abusive relationship like making excuses for someone mm-hmm. you know or just like not addressing things and saying no i'm fine i don't i don't need to worry you know it's different this time i'll be okay when maybe there are some issues you need to uh deal with you know but that's just my interpretation but i find uh there's sort of few lyrics in here but interesting um just basically like speaking to this person being like why are you doing this to yourself Mm -hmm. you look so exhausted she says and so like being like whoever this i think she says a she so it seems like maybe this person has uh someone in their life who is uh not good for them mm. and uh need to cut them out but yeah very haunting song uh really like interesting uh dichotomy from like the beginning of the verse to like when it settles into that do 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 which is like really like sweet and comforting to me mm-hmm. but then it gets sort of dark again and interesting throughout and i love how she mixes like the actual piano with those like electronic elements and just the weird atmosphere whispers and whatever that mm-hmm. like wind noises yeah definitely a uh, world building going on here and like the song right before this is uh, the other single she just shared, "Come Behind Me," so good. That one has a really interesting build too, but is very different from this song. But mm. still, like the same sort of thing where you're like, "Okay, this is interesting throughout. Where's it going?" And then sort of surprised by where it ends up with this big orchestration. So, yeah, I just listened to this album today and was very impressed by it. I liked it a lot. Um, I thought, you know, because it is a little more atmospheric, sometimes I would get bored, but I was. Uh, pretty interested throughout um it was really cool so that was kazu with mio from adult baby and that is out now on adult baby records oh man that's really a coincidence that just baby happened to has come a record out. label that's cute <laughs> i'm assuming it's her record label oh yeah. I, i'm pretty sure oh that makes sense i don't think it was a baby yeah i guess you're 
So just a Pennywise update. Uh, Brian held a smile for like 30 seconds when we came back. And so I'm becoming more and more convinced that he is Pennywise. And um, I'm almost certain of it. So I'm going to get my guns up here. Old second and amendment, they're pointed at you. So don't try any funny stuff. Yeah, Luke, I'm not afraid of your guns. No, you're just I'm like also, the old lady who gives Bev tea. I'm not Pennywise. you turn into some creepy monster. Uh, which that scene was like the scariest. And they show most of it in the trailer. But, oh God, he's doing it again. Oh God, I gotta get out of here. Hurry up, play your last song. Alright, um, wait, what? Oh, Is I'm, this your last song? I'm playing my last song, right? No? Is that what we're doing? Didn't you say that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright, yeah, sorry, I just like, just kind of some blacked out or something for oh, a minute no. there. That was weird, but. Oh, God. Um, anyway, so I'm going to play my last song here um, from a four, a four-piece band from Montreal, and you're going to enjoy this because they are going to be singing in French. Ooh. So you're going to feel like you're back in France on your honeymoon. Ooh la la. Oh, me likey. Say lovey. Um, and I had never heard this band before, and I, I just threw this song on the old computer i pressed the old click button on the play and uh you know you want your kids you want to put them by the record player you want them to hear the words yeah you gotta let kids hear words <laughs> and uh that's what i did with this song and i heard the french words from the the record player computer speaker and um i i love this song and uh, I saw this is a, a band on Sub Pop, so I'm interested. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I saw that they draw inspiration from XT, XTC, the, Ooh, the Feelies. Oh, and uh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm, I'm right? interested. Yeah. So let's let's take a listen to this. Uh, that's that's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. And, and we'll we'll check out Corridor with Domino.
right, I'll give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. In fact, since I'm pretty sure you're possessed by Pennywise, I'll give that a Lordy Lordy Hiya Georgie. Nice. This famous line. Uh, yeah, I really liked the guitars in that, and mm-hmm. that build uh, rocked very hard in the end. Um, I'd say my one note was like, I didn't know any of the words. Uh, like it sounded like yeah. they were like saying some words I've never heard of or something. See, I was gonna ask you because you were just in France. I figured you'd be able to tell me what the song was about. Oh, but it was in French. It was see, in French. I, they didn't say "s'il vous plaît." I don't think mm. so. <laughs> Is that the the one <laughs> thing you know? That's please. Uh, you also know merci. something about a toilet. I do know toilet. <laughs> toilet? I, I don't even know that one very well. <laughs> right. Yeah, I I don't think it was about toilet. Actually, I, I know that it wasn't because I have a quote ah. from Corridor in English. Thanks. Uh, the song is about people who are often glorifying what being an artist or a, mus- or a musician can mean. Art doesn't necessarily make you a better person. There can be angst, stress, and so on. It can have a negative direct impact on the people closest to you and uh domino this song is about navigating that Hmm. so yeah um yeah it's a interesting thought i hadn't thought of before um and also uh surrounded by fantastic music great guitars nothing i love more than riding a nice groove and that for the last half of the song was just riding yeah. that fucking groove and it was awesome it did feel like a jangle pop uh song like over like the feelies or mm-hmm. something because i feel like they do that where it's sort of like repetitive but like slowly building and yes. building to that uh that big rack finish um i like that idea because i think with anything we uh have such like stereotypical ideas of what things are in our mm-hmm. head when they can really mean anything um so yeah it's like people m- making art you might have one image of that in your head but it can mean different things to different people you know yeah for sure so that was corridor with domino from junior which is out october 18th on sub pop sub popper mm jalapeno popper do you have some jalapeno poppers i don't i'm sorry i know you asked me to bring some i forgot i meant to swing by tji fridays on the way over but damn it oh i got some onion rings oh thank you oh i prefer them to be like in a blossom or uh okay likely story everyone everyone knows pennywise weakness is onion rings i saw you flinched when i brought those out my next song comes from an artist that i love i'm such a big fan of uh this artist has won multiple grammys performed at the obama white house Mm. and sang with paul mccartney Mm. this is Brittany howard Known as the lead singer and guitarist of Alabama Shakes. Roll have... Tide. Yeah, what does that mean? Roll Tide, baby! Is that a song of theirs? No, no, no. Whenever like someone from Alabama uh, hears like the word Alabama, they say Roll Tide. Because that's the, the college uh, is the Crimson Tide. Oh, this is like a sport thing. Yeah, and so um, like... You're going to love this. On the most recent um, season of The Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hannah was The Bachelorette, and she was from Alabama. And a lot of guys would say Roll Tide to her, and she loved it. Oh, that's so great. That's... So the name of the sports team is the Crimson Tide? It is. 
Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Did they not realize that sounds like a period? <laughs> As we talked. Maybe going they back were, to field you music. Know, maybe they were trying to normalize it. Maybe Hey. And maybe roll that's tide the case, maybe then. roll tide is like empowerment about about um periods. Being, yeah, taking the stigma away from menstruation. Cool. Roll tide. I think I accidentally said monstration, which uh you ever see that episode of the monsters where uh Elvira nope. gets her period. No, nope. I don't. What? That's not. She's not from that show. <laughs> what was the mom monster? I name? don't know. Mommy monster. Mommy monster. Where mommy monster gets her period? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> what were we talking about? Roll Tide. Uh, Roll Alabama Tide. Shakes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Brittany is from Alabama. Roll so, Tide. So maybe, maybe she would yell that out. Uh, I don't know about that though. Uh, but yes. Uh, she is the lead singer of the very successful band, the Alabama Shakes. Roll Tide. Were you a fan of theirs? I haven't really listened to them that much, actually. Oh, you fool. You're a damn fool. Because they have two albums. Both are fantastic. The most recent one, Sound and Color, was on my best albums of 2015 list. Was it? Yeah. I it was pretty that. high on that list. It was really good. Um, and... Uh, so Britney's got this successful band, but she had some songs that she thought wouldn't work with the band and dug them up, polished them off. And uh, the result is her debut solo album, Jamie, which is out today. So got another, not only Kazu from Blonde Redhead uh, with her debut solo album, but now I also have Britney Howard with her debut solo album. Both wow. These uh, front, front women from uh, iconic indie rock bands. So... That's really cool. There's this statement about the album, and it's much longer, but I'm just going to read a little part of it. Um, She says, I wrote this record as a process of healing. Every song, I confront something within me or beyond me, things that are hard or impossible to change, words and music to describe what I'm not good at conveying to those I love, or a name that hurts to be said, Jamie. I dedicated the title of this record to my sister who passed away as a teenager. She was a musician too. I did this so her name would no longer bring me memories of sadness and as a way to thank her for passing on to me everything she loved, music, art, and creativity. But the record is not about her, it's about me. It's not as veiled as work I have done before. I'm pretty candid about myself and who I am and what I believe which is why I needed to do it on my own. So that's uh, just a small part of that statement. But yeah, this is uh, a more personal, honest work for her. And uh, I think, uh, like she has said, that some of the best works come from people being honest, taking risks. And I think that's true to life. Just some of the most rewarding experiences can come from doing things that are scary and taking those risks and being honest, uh, about your feelings. And, uh, so it's, uh, I think that comes through in the music, uh, that this is a more personal work. And so that really makes this album more beautiful. So let's take a listen to Brittany Howard with stay high. I already feel 
Okay, good. I yeah. was going to be pissed if you didn't. <laughs> so, um, I heard this song before because I saw the music video when it yes, came out. Which I wanted to talk about. It's really great. Um, yeah, stars Terry Crews. Michigan's own Terry Crews. I didn't know he was a, a Michigan boy. Yeah, he's oh, from Flint. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's like uh, lip syncing and working at a factory, yeah. riding home in his truck, right? And lip syncing to this right. song. Where um, I... I loved this song the first time I heard it. A friend of mine was playing it. I was like, what is this? It's like Brittany Howard from the Alabama Shakes. And Roll like, Tide. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, and, uh, like, I love the, that it reminds me of a heartbeat. The boom, boom, mm-hmm, boom, mm-hmm. boom. And that sweet little acoustic guitar or the xylophone or piano, whatever that chime thing is. And uh, those elements come together so nicely. And it's like, a little softer than I would expect because usually with her other band, uh, they're a lot Ooh. more hard rocking um, most of the time. So it does establish like this separate uh, project, but still her style and her voice and uh, just always sounds amazing. I love her voice so much and what she does that, and that whole run with like the 
the clapping and the mm-hmm. jumping, mm-hmm. all that. Love that. And then I couldn't help but sing along at that last part where she just keeps going higher. I always can't mm-hmm. go as high as her, but the that last chorus, uh, I just love singing that. So it's just a sunny morning to me. And that's why I love the video because mm-hmm. it's so feel good. And just the song is this like folky gospel soul sound that is like very unique but still sort of sounds familiar and reminds me of a sunny morning and uh the the video i like i thought that this was just sort of a simple straightforward feel good love song you know but then reading the lyrics and watching the video that second verse uh like she says where i come from you know we hustle and grind mm-hmm. all day and then talking about that time at night when we can play and jump and clap and all that and um just get the video gives you that sort of working class middle america Mm -hmm. or like southern america uh sort of feel because he's coming home from the factory and then he's dancing through the grocery stores and diners and ice cream shops which britney howard makes cameos at every Mm -hmm. location throughout and um eventually just arrives at this modest home looks very familiar uh and you see his kids and his wife and his family and uh it's just really sweet fun video and i like that just demonstrates that line she says uh see all i do is keep a cool and don't worry about what everyone else is doing and just seeing him like dance through all these places Mm -hmm. and he's just like smiling and dancing just staying positive and you know it's like he might not have a lot of money might not have the fanciest job or whatever but uh is happy with what he's got and like she says uh everything is everything and everything is beautiful and uh yeah this song and video just bring a smile to my face and uh so everyone should go watch that video and i thought this song would be a good note to take us out on on this feel good friday hashtag feel good friday (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's really great. And I had seen the video, mm-hmm. and I think I didn't pay attention to the song because I was watching Terry Crews yes. dance and sing along, you know? And I thought, oh, this is a fine song, you know? Uh, but I really liked the music video. So it was nice to hear it and focus on it and yeah. realize, like, oh, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on with um, a bunch of layers. Uh, I loved the clapping percussion that came in that whole... Uh, clapping part and yeah. that uh like got a little dis uh dissonant there um and her melodies are are fantastic so i was happy to like have it uh separate and i could really focus on the song uh made me really appreciate the song much more yeah it's just a sweet beautiful tune about love and positivity i love it so much so that was Brittany howard with stay high from jamie out today on ATO Records. Go consume it. You weasels. You damn weasels. That's my new catchphrase that I started last week, and I guess it's sticking. All right, well, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out today in Shouts. Well, first up, Brittany Howard, Jamie, I, we just talked about it. You forgot already? Yeah. Go listen to it, you Wait. damn weasels. Who's that again? I'm not saying the name of her previous band that shall not be named. 
because you do some stupid sports shit over. Every time I got a just just beautiful art, creativity, mm. culture, you got to just shit on it with some stupid sports Roll tides. God damn it. Also, shouts to the 80s bands. My favorite 80s bands. M83 (laughs) and Blink-182. Shred. (laughs) Hey, why why you cutting off Tom Shredding? Maybe he was about to break some alien facts there that... You know he's like a big alien oh, truther. Oh, I know. And uh, he shared that footage that they didn't want him to share. I know. And it's it was a UFO. I know. Who would have the Navy known just verified that Tom DeLong right? would do this? Go Tom. <laughs> Go Tom. It's your birthday. Yeah. So they got stuff. Also, Daedalus, uh, who's a great like DJ electronic musician uh, with the Bitterinders. He's cool. Uh, have you seen the new episode of the Righteous Gemstones? No, I have not. Um, oh, because there's a song that they sing in it. I wore and I got Just, Just two little country kids out here misbehaving. <laughs> it's so good. Kyle's like, I hope you played that on the pod. Who was that? Walton? Yeah, that was uh, Walton. That was Baby Billy and Amy Lee. It's like a flashback episode. That's fun. But well, but we were watching that, and I go. This song fucking slaps. <laughs> it's like, I love this right now. Is it released anywhere? Maybe no, I think just that just YouTube the, video. Oh, it's too bad. Oh, so what you got, Brian? Uh, I got Vivian Girls with Memory. They haven't put something out for a while, so excited about that. Shouts. And Chastity Belt. Shouts. With uh, their self-titled album, Chastity Belt. Oh, nice. Shouts to them. Is that what you wanted That's me to it? say? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have kind of a uh, a light week because last week there were so many. I listened to like 14 albums or some yeah. craziness. Yeah, last week was a pretty crazy week. It was so crazy. Um, I'm a little concerned about what happens when the episode ends because I, uh, I if I could leave, I would. But there's some giant spider with like the head of dick cheney that's freaking me out over there so i'm like 100 percent sure i'm stuck in like some nightmare right now uh created by you pennywise and you're just sitting there like nothing's happening like you're my real cousin we all float down oh there. shit i'm i'm letting them off i can't contain it we the guns are going brian brian are you there oh shit oh he's back folks i punched the pennywise out of him i told you these things were dangerous that's crazy all right are we gonna start recording this episode Uh, brian we're done you actually pennywise did a pretty good job actually better than i'd normally do. i mean about the same okay Uh, he did yeah but hey if i ever need someone to fill in now i know just give pennywise a call yeah uh but you know uh, now that you're back, why don't you assist me in thanking our three daddies? Uh, mm, I'd love to. Yeah. So uh, why don't we mix it up? Start with Off Shelf. Whoa. Okay. So we got one daddy named OffShelf.net. It's an yep. interesting, interesting name. Uh, yeah. Great website. Lots of uh, fun music and gaming and all sorts of coverage. Um, there is 
Uh, there are some shelf sessions, which are live performances by musicians uh, that are up now with Jeremy Pinnell and Speaking Sons. Also gaming coverage from North America's largest gaming convention, Gen Con, which Ooh. are really cool write-ups if yeah. you're into the board games and the tabletop games. Go check them out. Also uh, interviews from Mikey Erg, Sun O, and many more. Nice. So check it out, offshelf.net. That's one of our dads. That's one. The other ones, Planet Amp Podcast and Pinecast. We are a Planet Amp Podcast. We're powered by Pinecast. And... Uh, not even Pennywise can <laughs> pull me away from my daddies. <laughs> That's right. Uh, head over to planetantpodcast.com and check out uh, There's just a new Michael Dupree Variety Hour, uh, Fumbling Around. Also, other shows like Detroit Strange and Sandwich Talk. Um, I, I love them all. So go check that out. For Planet Ant Podcast and Offshelf.net, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, Roll Tide! Don't let the bastards grind you down. This is the best song ever. Am I the bastard? <laughs>